0: Welcome to the first podcast of The Coach's Notebook, brought to you by Pisano's Pizza. I'm your host, Dr. Susan Kolb, Athletic Director here at Hood College. Thank you for tuning in. We are inviting our audience to join us in our conversation regarding news within athletics at Hood, as well as trending regional and national news in college sports. Each week, I will have at least one guest with me as we dive into a variety of topics. The world of college sports in 2024 looks quite different from the first college match, which happened to be a rowing event between Yale and Harvard in 1852. College sports looks different even from when I played 20 years ago, but we're going to talk about all these changes and keep you in the know with Hood Athletics. With me today as our first guest is head women's ice hockey coach, Josh Funk. Thanks for joining me today for our first podcast on The Coach's Notebook. How are we doing?
1: Good. Thanks for having me. This is exciting.
0: Thanks for being here. So why don't you tell us all a little bit more about yourself? Tell us where you're from and kind of how you ended up here at Hood.
1: I'm originally from Roseville, Minnesota, uh, which is uh, just outside of St. Paul. Uh, Grew up there playing hockey, baseball, football, and then um, after high school went to Gustavus Adolphus College in southern Minnesota, uh, where I played hockey and baseball. And Majored in psychology and minored in coaching. So that's kind of, I guess you can say how I got my start in coaching really early. After undergrad, I went to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio for uh, my master's in sports psychology. That's really where my coaching kind of took off. Uh, I was an assistant coach for their club women's team. And uh, after that, just kind of started to work my way up the the both USA hockey chain and NCAA chain. Uh, And so that's how I got here.
0: No, that's very exciting. We, uh, we had a large applicant pool when we were looking for our first women's ice hockey coach and, and you certainly rose to the top with your coaching experience and your background. And, um, we're excited for your first season. So I know you've been hitting the recruiting trail hard. So talk to me about your recruiting strategy, the recruits that you have coming in for next year and what we should look for.
1: So, uh. We started recruiting, uh, January one of 2023. Um, so it was a very quick start for us. The process has always been, um, we wanted to get a wide range of skill levels, personalities. Um, and so we searched all across North America. Um, and that was, that was always the plan is we wanted players coming in from all different areas so that we could all bond over the same being away from home type thing. Um, and so we've been able to do that. So it's been definitely a very busy, busy last 12 months or so. Um, but it's been very fortunate uh, with the players we have coming in. Currently, we have 23 commits. They represent 16 different states and two Canadian provinces. So we have a big group coming in from a lot of different areas. But like I said, is we're all going to bond over that. Uh, like I said, I'm not originally from Maryland. I'm from Minnesota, so I kind of have that same thing with them of um, we're all here together. We're all here to go to school, play hockey, and uh, and hopefully that brings us together.
0: I know that you had mentioned that you have two Canadians that have committed for next year. It seems from just being a fan of the NHL, go Pittsburgh Penguins, <laughs> um, that a lot of players um, are more international than maybe some other sports. Have you had success um, outside of Canada in recruiting international recruits? Or um, talk a little bit about the difference, I guess, in recruiting international versus domestic.
1: It's definitely different, and it depends on the school. Um, So before Hoda, I was at a state school, which uh, their scholarships are completely different, and um, they're different for in-state, out-of-state, and international. Whereas um, at a private school like Hood, we're able to offer kind of a flat scholarship rate across the board, which actually helps the recruiting process a lot. Um, right now, one big thing that we're running into with Canadians is the exchange rate because of the Canadian dollar right now. Uh, hopefully that turns around so we can kind of get more Canadians as we go. But uh, other than that, it's, there's not a big difference except for distance. Um, there's not a huge difference between rooting or recruiting Domestic and international players Uh, Down the line we'd like to get some players from Sweden. I think that'd be really cool just because of their playing style Um, but It's it's definitely been a fun process to go through it You know learn what we do with our financial aid as far as international goes and and uh,
0: I know that you have gained experience coaching with USA hockey Can you talk to us a little bit more about your involvement with that? organization
1: Yeah, so for the past uh, probably seven years, I've been involved in either Minnesota hockey, which is a subsection of USA hockey, um, or USA hockey in itself. So I've done a lot of developmental camps, um, coached some kind of like top end teams. um, And then this past summer in July, I was invited to the uh, U.S. national camp for the under 15 girls. Um, So that was really cool. I got to go to Miami University. So I got to go back to kind of my old stomping grounds, which is awesome. Um, and then it was just the top 120 girls, uh, 15 ages or pretty much 14 and 15 year olds, the top 100, 120 uh, in the nation were there. Uh, and so it was just a week long camp of development games. Um, I was able to, so I, I had a team that I coached and my other coach was the, one of the assistant coaches for Boston University. Um, so it was a really good networking opportunity, but then also getting involved in USA Hockey um, and then starting to work through that process. That was a, a really fun experience.
0: Do you think that you'll get to a point where you'll be offering clinics or camps under hood athletics here?
1: Yeah, we want to. Um, we definitely do. The The Frederick community is actually a pretty big hockey community and it's growing. Uh, the Frederick Freeze, which is the youth program in the area, just added a uh, U12 team and U14 this team this year. And so girls hockey is growing very fast. So um, I definitely want to add in camps, add in clinics um, and you know use our team not only to grow us as a program, but also the bigger hockey community as well.
0: Talk about the the coaches on your staff that are helping you with the recruiting process right now.
1: So we have uh, our assistant coach is Joey Colega. He's originally from the Frederick area. Uh, Then he played club hockey at University of South South Carolina, uh, and then recently moved back here. So he has a good understanding of the DMV area, local hockey, um, also partnerships and connections in the area as well. Then our graduate assistant coach, Elisa Caney, uh, she played four years at William Smith College in New York. Uh, She was a two-year captain there as well. And so she's been on now for the past uh, six or seven months or so. But both of them have been great in uh, assisting with the recruiting. Anything that we need, any place that I tell them we need to go, they, they're there. They're working hard. They give me really good reports on, on players and areas. So um, they've been a huge help.
0: Oh, that's, that's exciting. I've gotten to know them a little bit, and, and they certainly seem to compliment your coaching, coaching style, and um, I think they're, they're a good fit for our department as well. What expectations or goals do you have for year
1: one? So I am not a coach that will judge a season based off of wins and losses. Um, I think it's a lot more important to base off of the process. And so when you look at year one, um, our expectation as a program is to be competitive right away from day one. Um, we're not going to go and get blown up by any teams. We're there um, to compete and and whatever happens on the scoreboard happens, but we're going to compete and be in every single game. And, um, and that's, again, that was part of the recruiting process is, We wanted to make sure we brought in players with not only the skill set to get us there but also the mindset of we're here to compete this is what we're doing Uh, and so i'm i'm excited to see what happens with that
0: is this the first school that you've been at where there's not a men's program in in addition to the women's program yes so how has that affected anything in the recruiting standpoint or or anything that you've kind of found along the way
1: so it's kind of interesting, um, at the start of recruiting, obviously the, the big part of the recruiting process was getting the hood name out there, getting it associated with ice hockey, um, not only in the DMV area, but also in obviously across North America. But part of that process was, well, we've never heard of you cause you don't have a men's team and to encourage that excitement of not having a men's team. So because we don't have a men's team, we don't compete with the men's team for fans or, mm-hmm. uh, resources from the school or ice time. Um, a big thing at schools that have a men's and a women's team is the men's team gets first priority on games, practice times. Uh, and so we don't have to compete with the men's team on that side of it. So, um, through the process, and I'd say right around June or July, really, I think something clicked in a lot of players that we were talking to, but they're like, that's really cool. That's cool that we don't, we're not going to have that competition with the men's team. We're not going to get overshadowed by a men's team. And so, um, to be the coach of a team that like when you say ice hockey at hood, you're talking about us and there's no one else we have to worry about. So, um, it's very exciting. And I know that we have a handful of girls that are coming because they really like that aspect of it.
0: What is the biggest differences between men and women's ice hockey?
1: Uh, so the, the biggest difference is going to be, um, there's no open ice checking allowed in women's hockey. Um, there's actually a penalty for it, which is Obviously not a thing in men's hockey. You can hit people wherever you want in men's hockey. Uh, So that's going to be the biggest thing. And, uh, I mean, there's pluses and minuses to that. It's obviously a more aggressive game on the men's side. But what's nice on the women's side is it focuses a lot more on passing, possession, skating, uh, more skills than it is just running out and hitting people. Um, So that's one of the things that I like about coaching the women's game is um, there's a lot more skills that you can – dive into a little bit more um it's a m- more of a finesse game than it is just throw the puck and go hit someone and uh shoot it as hard as you can um so that that piece is is i say the biggest difference is just kind of the obviously the size of the players and then the physicality but at the same time uh women's hockey over the past couple years has gotten very aggressive so uh, the pwhl the professional women's hockey league just started this year um, and I've watched a couple of those games, and they're pretty close to open ice hitting, and they're letting it go. So I think that will trickle down to D one, which will trickle down to D three. Um, so I think over the next couple of years, we'll see a lot more physicality added to the women's game. Uh, I don't think it will ever get it to like the big, huge open ice hits that men's has, but uh, it's definitely becoming a more physical game.
0: Well, that's that's interesting. You know, we we sometimes get. Just a men's program and not a women's program. Certainly, Title IX has helped us uh, gain this team as part of our offerings at Hood. What date is your first home game?
1: Our first home game next year is November first against Hilbert College. Um, so that's actually our first game ever as well. So we, it's going to be a very emotional weekend. I think November first and second we play Hilbert at home with our first games ever. Um, and so it's it's definitely going to be a super exciting weekend, but I think a little bit emotional as well.
0: The other thing that I wanted to talk about is next year will be the first year that the automatic qualifier, the AQ, is taken back by the conference that we compete in for the majority of our sports, the MAC Conference, Middle Atlantic Conference. Before that, even this year, the teams that we'll be facing next year are playing in the UCHC. How has that changed? going from playing as an associate member or an affiliate member to the UCHC and not having to go through that process, but instead playing with the rest of our sports in the Mac conference, has that made a positive impact one way or the other?
1: I think it is a positive thing. Um, not only for the Mac and for hood hockey, but I think for women's ice hockey in general, I think it's a really good thing. It's expanding the sport. Um, it's expanding the NCAA tournament, which is a very good thing. Um, but as far as the Mac um, adopting hockey and kind of you know taking over the UCHC a little bit, um, I think it's going to be really good on travel. Everything's going to be closer for us. Um, we also play each conference team three times now, which is going to increase competition and rivalries a lot. Uh, so I think that will be a really fun aspect of it.
0: The UCHC, which is the conference that we would have joined had the Mac conference. Not absorbed, our automatic qualifier or AQ. Um, the UCHC is the United Collegiate Hockey Conference, and that's the conference that we used to compete in for for hockey.
1: Great, and then I'll just throw that in right after you talk about the AQ and all that. Okay, anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to add? Uh, one thing on the AQ. I'm just add in. Um, should I just say it right now? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the really cool thing about having an automatic qualifier from year one is a lot of new teams will come in and they have to have a probationary period where they have to play for a year before they actually qual- are able to qualify for national tournament. So that was the other really neat thing about the MAC adopting hockey and us being in it right away is right away in year one, we are eligible to get to the national tournament. And that's that was another really big thing in our recruiting is it helps with that uh, competitive mentality that we're trying to bring in.
0: Well, and something that you made me aware that I learned more about is that there's not regionals or sectionals after the conference tournament. So it just goes straight into the national tournament.
1: Yeah, it's different from a lot of sports, which I'm learning is a lot of other sports have all these regionals that are conference and regionals. And then some of them have sub-regionals or subsections in the national tournament. But hockey, I mean, there's only about 76 D3 women's teams in the nation um, and so it's definitely a lot smaller pool. So we have um, the conference tournaments, and then those conference winners go straight to the national tournament.
0: So in the conference, in the MAC conference, Hood will face Lebanon Valley College, Arcadia, Alvernia, Stevenson, Kings, Wilkes, and Newman. Wilkes and Newman are the only two associate members of the MAC. MAC Wilkes used to be in, and they're now uh, in the landmark and Newman's joining us from the UCHC, any team in that mix that's been at the top for, you know, consistency, or is there anyone at the top that sticks out that, you know, you kind of have their number?
1: Well, I will say that when it comes to teams and we look at our schedule, we don't, we're not going to back down from anybody. Um, You know, there, there are some national contending teams in the UCHC that aren't coming over to the Mac and while. know it's nice that we don't have to play them at the same time we want to play them because we if you want to be the best you have to beat the best um but as far as the mac goes um alvernia has been hot recently they just won the mac regular season title for the second year in a row so uh, i think they're going to be someone that we're definitely going to circle on the schedule Um, obviously stevenson with the rivalry in maryland is going to be a big one for us so we're super excited for that
0: Talk a little bit about your schedule. I know that we talked about Alvernia having success these last two years, but who else do you have on your schedule outside of the MAC?
1: So Hilbert College will be a non-conference team. Um, Like I said, we play two at home to start the season. And then the weekend after Thanksgiving, we go up to Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts, or MCLA, which is in northwest Massachusetts. Um, so we're going to travel up there for two games. Um, so it'll be a fun little uh, you know, team bonding weekend for us to go on a longer road trip. Um, and also play a team that we you know, maybe wouldn't get a chance to play otherwise.
0: How many games will you play next season?
1: So the NCAA allows us to have 25 regular season games and two exhibition games um, and then playoffs at the end of the season. So we could play anywhere from 20, 25 games to 34, depending on how far we go. In playoffs in the national tournament.
0: What style of play are we going to see from you? Is there a particular style of hockey that we should expect to see?
1: So as a coach, I prefer to coach with a fast-paced mentality. So um, everything we do is going to be fast. Um, Essentially, everything's going to focus on speed and puck possession. That's um, those are the types of players that we've brought in is they, those are their skill sets. Um, that's, you know, when you look back at the talking about the roster, that's one of the big exciting things is we have a lot of really, really fast players coming in. So that will be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. everything focuses around speed, controlling the puck. Essentially, if we have the puck, they can't, and if they don't have the puck, they can't score. So, um, a little bit of a best defense is a good offense mentality.
0: Why don't you tell our audience where you're practicing and playing?
1: We will play at Skate Frederick, which is about two and a half miles off of campus. It only takes about five minutes to get there. Uh, There's two sheets of ice at the rink, and so we're kind of going to be, you know, kind of taking over rank two, and so, uh, you know, our marketing team and the athletic department has done a really good job at getting us our signs out there, so there's hood college ice hockey signs all over the rink right now. And so it's, it's cool when I get texts from other people, other hockey people in the area. And it's a picture of our banner hanging up at the rink. That's really cool.
0: (laughs) No, we're, we're so incredibly excited about it. You have certainly picked up a lot of followers on social media. Do you want to throw out your social media handles for others to follow you?
1: Yes. Uh, we've been very big on Instagram. So our handle is hood underscore W hockey. Um, or if you just search hood women's hockey, we're the only one in the nation. So it should be pretty easy to find, but, um, we're very active there. We've been announcing our commitments by state recently. And so, um, if you go on there, you can see where they've all come from. We, we haven't exactly listed the names yet, but just kind of the States and where they're coming from. And, um, but definitely, social media has been a big thing for us.
0: And I see you see you have a gear shop open. I I got my polo last night. Where can people go to buy gear or swag that that they might want to purchase to support the program?
1: Um, yeah, I, I saw that this morning. Thank you for getting that. <laughs> that was awesome to see. Um, we so actually, if you go to our Instagram, it's posted. We have a post up there that will take you to a link directly to where you you buy it at. So. Um, that's probably the the easiest way for anyone to to reach out and go and there's a lot of different stuff in there from t-shirts long sleeve shirts sweatshirts uh winter hats baseball hats shorts like pretty much everything you'd want is in there
0: and if people can't get to your games next season can they watch online
1: yes we'll stream our games online so um typically what happens is if you go look at our schedule there'll be a little button to and you hit watch and it'll pop up right there
0: Well, I really appreciate you for joining us today. Um, Thank you, listeners, for joining us for our first episode of The Coach's Notebook. We will be back each Friday throughout the semester with different guests each week. Next week, our new headman soccer coach, Jeff Moore, will be joining me. I want to thank the Hood College broadcasting staff for helping us produce our show. I want to also thank Paisano's Pizza for their sponsorship. I'm Sue Cole. Have a great weekend and go Blazers.
1: Coach's Notebook is made possible because of a collaboration between Hood College Athletics, Hood College Broadcasting, and Blazer Radio. The Coach's Notebook is sponsored by Pizano's Pizza, the proud sponsor of Hood College Athletics for over five years. Pizano's Pizza is owned and operated locally in Ballinger Creek. Download the Paisano's Pizza app to save $5 instantly on menu items such as cheesesteaks, wings, pasta, and pizza. For over 25 years, Pizano's Pizza has been serving hungry customers all across the D.C. metro area. At Paisano's Pizza, there's something for everyone.